Hello and welcome to PropTech Success. Uh, we have another episode today and we're here with Max Fuller, who is the founder of Mutual Off Market. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, uh, Ricardo. And, and yourself? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming on uh, on the show. Um, I found your uh, your website um, about a week ago and just going through it, I found it was quite interesting in terms of uh, the solution you created. Um, do you mind explaining it? Sure. Um, we, we actually create, uh, create solutions for the buyers, sellers and estate agents within the platform. So uh, for buyers, uh, what we do is we provide them with earlier access to properties that are potentially coming onto the property market. <laughs> we give them uh, control of their registered buyer experience and we give them the control of letting agents know whether, whether or not they're interested in those particular properties. For sellers, we give sellers the opportunity to see the buyer interest for themselves, uh, potentially before instructing an estate agent. So they get a, an idea of whether or not uh, there is sufficient interest in uh, putting that property on the market. Uh, but also we give them the opportunity of achieving discrete sale uh, as well through, through an estate agent but utilizing our platform so uh, a lot of um, vendors don't necessarily want their property marketed out wide world mm -hmm. that could be for a number of reasons maybe a divorce or uh, death or something of that nature or uh, you know they just don't want the neighbors uh, and, and family <laughs> to be nosy yeah um, and finally the the platform allows estate agents to pre-market their market appraised properties, not constructed properties. Mm -hmm. um, they get to see the buyer interest as well as the uh, vendor. Uh, so this uh, increases their potential conversion rates from market appraisals to instructions, because if they can show the vendor how much uh, buyer interest there is, rather than relying on the age-old, um, we've got loads of buyers on their database, <laughs> Mr. Client. And yeah. of course, if that happened to be true, um, and I'm not uh, suggesting that uh, there's an outright lie there from estate agents, it, it's mm -hmm. good, good intentions. Yes, they have got a lot of buyers on, on their database, but not necessarily the buyer and yeah. uh, that, that's borne out with the number of properties that are actually um, listed on Rightmove or, or Zupa. Of course, because you would, you would so, think if, if that was the case, there wouldn't be an online market because all sales would be done off market if they can use their database. <laughs> um, how, so how big is this problem? Because um, I suppose there is that there, there has always been an off, offline market for investors. Um, so for example, I would contact estate agents and let them know what I'm looking for. And if they do get anything on before they put it onto the market, they would offer it to me or other investors on their on their database to see whether we're interested or not. Um, so, but I've, I've never really considered how many 
properties are actually sold off market compared to um, on market. Yeah, I think the um, where, where uh, we came from in terms of the idea was the, the registered buyer experience for most uh, buyers is you could describe it as in four letters, uh, a four letter word, and good <laughs> would not be one of them. And, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the typical registered buyer will go onto the database, they will possibly be peppered or inundated with an, a number of properties, not necessarily all appropriate yeah. um, initially. Then they'll get to a stage where uh, four weeks to six weeks in, the estate agent is maybe just sending some sporadic uh, property information. And by month three or four, you're yesterday's man, you, you're the forgotten person. Because in estate agency, it's all about the churn of, uh, you know, the new hot buyers. Yeah, but yeah. of course, um, it it ignores the fact that you may just not have found that right uh, property uh, at that particular time. So this, uh, and of course the, the buyer experience is you rely on the agent uh, actually picking out the fact that a particular property is what you were looking for. Yeah, that's in the true. First place. And, um, and secondly, when you describe what you're looking for with, uh, with an agent, you, you probably have in your mind a particular type of property. But in reality, you may consider styles, might be in several different locations, etc. Mm -hmm. The agent isn't going to hold all of that information um, together yeah. uh, for one thing. And secondly, you probably won't have told the agent uh, yeah. all of that. You'll probably go, ah, yeah, I'm looking for a, a, a four bed Victorian detached house in mm -hmm. XYZ location. However, you may also be quite happy with Edwardian or even a yeah. modern house sat in a different, slightly different location, but you won't yeah. tell the agent all of those uh, different scenarios. So our platform allows you as a buyer to have those different uh, search uh, criteria. And you are then seeing not just what your agent has added to the uh, platform, but future sellers can add their own property. So you can see what might be coming to the agent in the near ah, future. Okay, yeah. And, and so um, you, you gain the benefit of, of, of those uh, scenarios. So I could I could literally uh, put in my uh, sign up to your platform, put in my criteria, and look through off market opportunities that agents already have um, that's not on market yet, and also uh, user submitted from the sellers directly to see potential properties that could be up, up, up for grabs soon as well. Okay, that, that, that makes a lot of sense for an investor. Yes, and, and, um, and don't forget that when an agent takes on a property, it's not immediately 
necessarily um, in a position to market that uh, property in the open market. You know, the, things like getting EPC uh, certificate, yeah. um, just in in, um, in getting full um, professional photography. Um, mm -hmm. It may well be that the, the date between a market appraisal and the customer saying, yes, okay, I'm ready to instruct, mm -hmm. could be three or four weeks uh, yeah, down the yeah. line. So if you can, as a buyer, can see that property from the date of the market appraisal, not necessarily a few days after the instruction, yeah. it gives you a, an advantage of knowing what's what's coming up. Okay, okay. And then on the other side, if I'm a seller and I have a property that I, I want to sell at some point, I could actually, as I said, if you, if I was uh, going through a divorce or to want to do a discreet sale, um, I, will, I could put it on this platform and then have access, well, be able to expose that property to investors and agencies. So would, would, an, would an agency have to uh, bid for... No, my, no. Uh, okay. So uh, when your property goes onto the onto the site, effectively it's being exposed to the registered buyers of any of the member agencies on the platform. So it's a, okay. it's a wider audience in, in the first place. Um, but also uh, from that, you get to choose um, which estate agencies you want to market appraise your property, if at, if at all. So as a seller, you're yeah. in complete control. And what it allows you is to um, see how much buyer interest there is in, in your property in the first mm -hmm. instance, and then make a decision to, to get uh, estate agents uh, around when you're, you are ready to, to place the property on, on the market. Um, it allows for dis discrete uh, marketing in the first place. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if you have enough buyer interest um, in advance, the chances are that you may not need to go into the open market in order to have sold your property. Yeah. So it gives you that uh, opportunity to have uh, a discrete market uh, sale as well. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and to are investors able to contact and purchase properties directly from the sellers or do they always have to go through the agency channel? Yeah, we, we've set it up so that it's definitely um, set up so that the the buyers have to go through the estate agent and, and the sellers. Okay. It, it is a, an agent-centric uh, model in, in that respect. Uh, yeah. So we, we're not allowing uh, direct uh, access. Okay. It's more a case of, yes, you, you get the the opportunity of early eyes on, on the prize, mm -hmm. um, but essentially we're, we're not trying to cut out the, uh, the estate agent from the... Uh, uh, from the whole process. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, so you thought, if you thought it through, <laughs> um, 
And uh, so how long has it, has it been running now? Um, well, we're just about to, to launch in September. Uh, we've okay. got a couple of uh, air, key areas where we're uh, starting out. Um, okay. Sort of a soft launch approach. And mm -hmm. that will actually be um, uh, a blue in Birmingham. And, nice. Okay. Um, and uh, also uh, around uh, Croydon and South London uh, areas. So, okay. uh, so that's where we're aiming to, uh, to launch uh, first. So is there, is your main customer then the agencies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, a free buyer and seller service. Okay. We, we will, the, the uh, revenue model is a monthly membership fee to, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the estate agents. Ah, okay. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So would the, would agencies be able, so, so would they, would, would they on board their um, existing portfolio of investor uh, clients, or would they have to come directly through the website? Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the idea is that uh, the agents would invite their registered buyers to the platform, and yes, then okay. the buyer would then choose whether or not what to they... register ah, with the okay. So, wow. okay. Uh, and, and of course, the, the advantage is that you don't forget yourself as a registered buyer yeah and and you can update your details as whenever when. as yeah. a registered yeah. buyer so so it it keeps you as a registered buyer live in, yeah in terms of uh the agent and um and what you're going to see is not just whatever the agent is adding to the site but any of the other member agencies as well and of course, um, th this this is why we called it mutual. Which um, there's sort of a mutual yeah. uh, respect for each of the uh, stakeholders in the mm -hmm. platform: the buyers, the sellers, and, and the agents. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, that creates a platform of mutual trust, and that generates the mutual benefits that are appropriate to each of the different stakeholders. It's a very, very good idea um, just to kind of automate or modernize that, that whole process. Um, yeah, it's great. So, so, so where did it uh, originally come from? Yeah, um, well, in part, my experience as a, um, as a buy-to-let landlord so mm -hmm. I've, and a mortgage broker as well. So I've okay. handled, you know, sort of quite a lot of um, properties over the years okay. and um, interactions with estate agents um, but principally on buying my own properties um, in let's say back in the uh, uh, 80s and early 90s the process uh, you, you'd go into an estate agent's office you would register your details and in those days the internet you know didn't really exist <laughs> so you you would be sent um, the upcoming properties uh, that they'd been instructed on, and it'd be an A5 flyer sheet. And on the, the front side of the uh, sheet would be a black and white photo of the front of the property. Mm -hmm. And on the rear of the sheet would be the rear view of the property and a little bit of property information. Okay. Now you'd receive those 
um, a few days or a week before that property would appear in the local paper. Okay. Yeah. So right move has, uh, has taken over the position of the local newspaper mm-hmm. and what we have created is a digital version of that a5 flyer registered buyer uh, situation yeah. ah, okay it's, okay it's updated it in in that regard uh so so that's essentially what we did <laughs> it took yeah. a long a long route uh, to find um and simplify that process down mm-hmm. but um uh what we'll, we've created is something which anonymizes the buyer the seller the property yeah. and the agent so so on their site the properties that you see you don't know which agency um uh, is potentially okay. listing that property yeah you can't see the who the potential vendor is yeah and from a point of view of the buyers their details are only known to the estate agent yeah. once that property has been instructed uh, to that agency so uh, it keeps okay, it okay yeah you know everything is uh, let's say in a data rich world everything is kept data minimal until yeah. necessary that makes a lot of sense so how long is it? How long did it take you to get to this stage now to to, to do a soft yeah, launch? It's um, I I would say um, we we had uh, from the start there was an initial creation of a platform. I'm I'm not a coder, so oh, okay, um, okay. I went to uh, a company which I'm afraid to say because of my knowledge at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we the the first um, website was dreadful. It, okay. To be honest, to to get uh, new developers to, um, mm-hmm. and actually write a brief that was, yeah, a little bit more succinct, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. And uh, from there, it took about uh, twelve. 14 months in terms of actually coding the um, okay. the, the platform. And um, then uh, another six or eight months uh, in, in testing it uh, through the various mm-hmm. uh, scenarios. And okay. there are a, a lot of scenarios between buyer-seller agents. I could imagine, in, in I could imagine, uh, yeah. Uh, situation. So we've done quite a lot of testing on that. We did... Um, initially test out to the market last year with um, a, a soft launch uh, process we got some initial traction with with estate agents mm-hmm. but as you as you'll know the the market um, just took off last year and essentially it was not the right time for estate agents um, to be, yes, to be yeah. this they, they were hyper busy and they they didn't need extra business um yeah from how we would you know either provide um additional market appraisals or improve their conversion rate of existing market appraisals yeah however we are now coming up to a, a point where 
um, instructions were a little bit light on the ground. Yeah. And this is where, you know, this, this is a sweet spot uh, from our point of view. So uh, launching in the next month, we, we would aim to get um, some good traction early on from, from estate agents. Very good. And in terms of uh, the response so far, um, what what has that been like from from estate agents? Yeah, I think the um, in general uh, very interested, but estate agents they they are very skeptical. Uh, really? Much, yeah, very skeptical. So in, anything new, they they are very much a, want to see who else is. Is going to use it uh, okay 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 so um however um i i would sort of say that the launch of booming has probably uh helped us in terms of the message of what we're doing is very similar to what booming are doing only i would say we're we're doing it better in, in what's um aspects. Bo booming um launched by um the bruce brothers who uh brought purple bricks to the uh, to the market uh, okay okay and um so it's a new search portal which has a little bit of the functionality that we have okay only it identifies properties that are come into the market market the praise properties but it doesn't show um any, any photographs and it doesn't necessarily record the uh, the buyer interest in in the same. same uh, okay, way. okay, okay. So um, so it it sort of tells a little bit of the journey mm -hmm. uh, that that we've got, and uh, they've had some uh, good traction so far, uh, but the large portion of the estate agency world um, hold a little bit of a grudge against. Uh, the uh, purple bricks uh, of scenario course, yeah. because that cuts them out. Take estate agents out of the uh, yeah, out of yeah. place completely. So uh, we should gain um, a reasonable slice of, of estate agencies purely from a point of view that we are an alternative uh, to booming. Yeah. In, in that regard. Oh, okay. And I suppose it's like if you can't beat them, join them. Um, yeah, but seeing that though, in terms of your revenue model, um, why is it that you didn't go to to, to a route where, because if you already got, or if you're already attracting um, the buyers and the sellers, or you already can attract the buyers and the sellers, why not sit in the middle and actually play that role of the, of the agent and yeah. um, do the appraisals and, and the, yeah. handle the process that way? It's a good point. Um, in in parts, it's an expensive process to get um, customers' eyeballs, and estate agents, yes. you know, are very much aware of customer eyeballs. And in reality, it's an expensive process to try and um, from from a standing start to get customer trust in yeah. the first place and essentially estate agents have already got the buyers out there yeah and so what we're aiming to do is 
okay, utilize that for everybody's mutual uh, benefit. Uh, yeah. So, yes, the, uh, uh, the the more buyers that are on the on the site, effectively, is to the benefit of the prospective vendors. Yeah. And their agents, and obviously, the earlier access provides that uh, benefit for the for the buyers as well. Um, and yes, it, we 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 felt that. Um, it was easier to go down the route of helping uh, estate agents yeah. with with the process rather than trying to position ourselves against uh, yeah. estate agency. Um, and we would, I would hope, aim to uh, to be the agent's best friend in, in that regard. But equally, we want to be the vendor's best friend and the buyer's best friend. Yeah, well. no, that makes sense. Um, so, definitely, uh, the the B the B two B model um, is much easier to uh, to get traction and uh, actually um, get into the market. The app that I'm creating is B two C, and you're right, it's it's very expensive, especially when you've got uh, uh, the chicken and the egg situation where you I you need two user groups to make the platform work. Um, yeah, it, it can be very expensive. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, okay. Well, I'm, I'm very excited to see um, how it all works uh, once it's launched in a month's time. And um, I mean, well done for, for actually getting to this stage. It's, um, it's, it's, not, it's not easy. Just for trying to go through the process myself, it's not easy. So um, it's, it's very good that you've actually got, got here. Um, I've got a couple more questions actually and we can um, finish but in terms of um, getting it to this stage as a non-technical founder using external agencies and those things um, how have you found uh, the funding situation actually creating the platform? Yeah so I've been in a fortunate position of let's say uh, being in property uh, buy to let etc so I've had a a portfolio of properties which give me an income yeah, to okay. live on and uh, I've, I've actually bootstrapped the development to date and we will be looking for investment uh, going Great. forwards obviously expand and um, I think the the biggest frustration with using outside uh, forces not uh, not starting from a position of paid employees mm -hmm. uh, doing this from, from scratch is that the development process takes far longer and is okay. far less precise when you're not sat in the same room as the person who's coding or, or whatever. And sometimes you want that instant uh, exchange of ideas or or vision, uh, so that you know you're on on the same page. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than somebody going away, coming back a week or two later, and, and showing you this is it, and then you you're looking at it in horror, going, and ha "Yeah, this, is, this isn't what I <laughs> uh, I thought." So yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is is um, one of the main. Um, frustrations uh, that I've 
born out of, of the whole process room. Really. Well. <laughs> you know, uh, happy to hear from coders or um, yeah. potential investors or strategic partners. And, um, you know, that that's one thing that we are exploring at the moment. I can't say too much uh, yeah. in some of the directions that we, we're having conversations with, mm-hmm. but um, some of them look uh, very exciting to uh, to move forward so um hopefully not long after we launch we should have some um additional uh nice. announcements to make with with well, a bit of luck good i'm looking forward to them. um i've got one more question but um in terms of uh advice for someone like ourselves who um, have an idea in this sector and, and actually want to create it, what, what would it be? Oh, um, I would think uh, read widely. Uh, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, Tipping Point, uh, Richard yeah, okay. Taylor, um, Black Swan. Um, mm-hmm. uh, think books like that. Uh, one. Um, with an innovation as well, I think the one of the key points is to understand the marketing of that idea from the start. Okay. Because ultimately, your idea has has got to generate in some form or fashion. Yeah. And you need to pay attention to what what the revenue model. Is likely to be because that can determine the uh, the framework and structure of the idea in in the first yeah. place. Um, I would recommend uh, some YouTube videos of a guy called Rory Sutherland. He's okay. the um, co-chairman of um, uh, I can't remember now. It, it's um, one of the big um, marketing agencies. Okay. But um, his his YouTube videos are extremely entertaining. He's a little bit of a, a character very similar to Stephen Fry, uh, okay. a great raconteur, and he puts um, uh, some mark uh, ideas over, um, which give you uh, give you thoughts and ideas of your own to your to your own um, in, innovation. And okay. uh, he works uh, very much from a, a point of view of an, another book, which I've mentioned um, being very important, which would be Thinking uh, thinking Fast, Thinking Slow, um, which um, uh, was written by Daniel Kahneman. And that's, uh, I think I've read that three or four times now. Really? There's always new insights uh, in that book. And uh, it's very much on the psychology of the mind. Nice. And, uh, and, and again, psychology plays a, a part in so many different aspects of life. So um, for me, yeah. that, that would be read widely in those sort of areas. And um, yeah, do take a look at uh, Rory Sutherland. Even if you learn nothing from it, you will enjoy okay. uh, watch, watch, watching his, um, his YouTube uh, presentations. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add those to my uh, reading list <laughs> and I'm going to have a look at his videos as well. But thank you for that. Um, but yeah, thanks again for, for coming on this podcast. Um, it's a great conversation and um, good luck for your soft launch as well. 
and uh, hopefully we can have a, another chat soon in a few months and uh, get a progress update.